Hello everybody, and welcome to Paranormal Minds, the podcast with three guys who, well, talk about paranormal stuff. My name is Tommy, and as always, I'm here with my two best friends, Joshua. Hello. And Shane. What's up? And tonight... We will dive deep into the bowels of hell to bring forth, well, actually, well, really, we're just going to go to Pennsylvania, guys, um, and uh, talk about a dude. So, have y'all ever heard of the Rain Man of Pennsylvania? Can't say that I have. I've heard of Rain Man. Yeah, that, that was a good movie. So, yeah. Different Rain Man? D- completely different Rain Man. Oh, okay. um, ah, lame. I, I know. <laughs> well, I don't know. This dude seems pretty cool, though. So, if he's real. But let's jump right into it, shall we? So, this man's name is Don Decker, just for y'all to know. So, it all started on February 24th, 1983. Shortly after the death of his grandfather, 63-year-old James Kijnaw, I think that's how you pronounce that, uh, 21-year-old Don Decker was serving a 4- to 12-month sentence for receiving stolen property. It was, the <clears throat> it was one of a long list of troubles from the adolescent that involved drug use and a few other misdemeanor crimes. Um, but what no one knew was that he was keeping a dark secret. You see, he was granted furlough from the county jail to attend the funeral. And at the funeral, he sat there and watched as his family praised the man that had abused him physically from the time he was seven years old. Don would later go on to say that it was like good fighting evil. He felt that James' death, that, uh, that with James' death, the evil was gone and that everybody or that everything would change. So, after the funeral, he was completely unnerved by the way his parents glorified James' memory. So, he decided to spend a night of Friday, February 25th, with his friends, Bob and Jenny uh, Kiefer, whom he had met a few months earlier. Now, it was at the Kiefer's home that everything turned unreal. Don said that while he was in the upstairs bathroom, he felt the air leave the room like he was standing in a vacuum. And he felt, uh, he started to feel faint and he fell to the floor. There on the floor, he had a vision of an old man laughing and wearing a crown in the bathroom window. Then deep scratches suddenly appeared on his wrist. A few minutes later, downstairs at the kitchen table, The coffers noticed the scratches on Don's wrist, and he told them about the vision and claimed that the wounds were caused by something upstairs. Shortly after dinner, he and Bob went to the living room, and suddenly the air around Don vibrated with a deep chill. The Kiefer's heard a loud noise from above. Almost simultaneously, water began to drip down the living room walls. Don fell into an eerie trance-like state, and Bob asked Jenny 
if she uh, had any water running. She said no. So the Kiefer's notified the landlord, Ron Van Wy, and when Ron arrived, he was just as puzzled by the problem as the Kiefer's. This is according to Ron. We decided maybe it was the plumbing, but there were no pipes in the front end of the house to leak. There was basically nothing there that the water could have come from. After washing, or watching it for a while, I discovered that it wasn't only coming from the ceiling down, it could come from the walls over or from the floor up. There was no basic direction that it was coming from. It could come from anywhere. Ron telephoned his wife and the police, to which patrolman Richard Walbert arrived at the scene. And this is Walbert's account. At this point, he was telling me, I just want you to walk into the house. I said, I'm not walking into the house unless you explain to me what I'm walking into. He says, trust me, trust me, just walk into the house. I walked in the door and he came right in behind me and I couldn't get two steps inside the door and I was absolutely pelted. Officer Walbert said that not only was it raining inside, but that the water drops defied physics. We were standing just inside the front door and we met and met with droplets of water traveling horizontally. It passed between us and just traveled out into the next room. John Bayorn, is what I'm going to call him, was another officer at the house that night. I literally had chills going up my spine. Made the hair stand up on your made the hair stand up on your neck. That's how I felt. This was a situation where things were happening that I never ever dreamed could possibly happen and there was no way of explaining what was going on. It was at this point that the police had left and the Kiefer's Don and Ron went across the street to a pizzeria to get something to eat. Pam, the owner of the restaurant across from the Kiefer's house, uh, had visited them earlier that day and had seen the rain firsthand. Pam was convinced that Dawn, sitting in her restaurant with the Kiefer's, was possessed by an evil spirit. You looked at Donnie, and he was like in a trance. He would look at you, but not knowing you were there. I said to Jenny, he's got to be possessed. We're sitting there. A couple of seconds later, there's water all over the pizzeria, too. I've never seen anything like that <clears throat> that happened. I went in the cash register. I had a crucifix there. I took it out, put it on him, and the minute I put it on him, it uh, put it on him and it touched his skin, he got burned. There's no way that anybody could have played a joke like that. This was real. Donnie was doing it himself. He was doing it without realizing he was doing it. Don, now believing he was the cause of the rain, uh, wound up saying, <clears throat> that made me sure, than I had, uh, sure that I had something to do with it because it was following me and it didn't start raining in the house until I got there. They were living there and nothing ever happened. 
and that's when I started realizing it was me. So now back at the house, Ron's wife accused Don of causing all the issues in the house, and it was at that point, at that time, that the pots and pans over the stove started rattling. Then Don started levitating off the floor. Don would say, then it was like a push. It wasn't like somebody taking their hand and pushing me. It was like feeling it all over your body at once. I'm a big guy, you know. I've always been assertive. And that made me feel like a newborn, you know. I'm scared right now uh, talking about it, really. So a few hours after the strange incident in the kitchen, Officers Bjorn and Walbert arrived with their chief, <clears throat> and Officer Bjorn, Bjorn, I don't know how to pronounce this dude's name, okay, uh, describes what happens, or what happened. When the chief got to the house, he was pelted with water, just as Rich and I were. I got the impression that he was put on the spot, maybe a little bit embarrassed, like we expected something out of him that he could answer. There was no way to explain what happened. I think he was part <clears throat> in the position where he might have felt a little uncomfortable. Uh, the police chief announced that the problem uh, was a plumbing issue and ordered his officers to leave the Kiefer's house. Uh, Officer Bjorn said that they were told not to file a report and not to even talk about the incident. Well, we just flat out denied it. It didn't happen, and we tried to convince, and he tried to convince me that nothing happened, and he wasn't going to do that. I saw it, and that's all there was to it. So, the next day, three officers ignored the order of the police chief. They went to the Kiefer's home and continued their investigation. One of them was an officer by the name of Bill Davies. We're standing there, and I gave Mr. Decker this gold cross to hold. Next thing he says, it's burning my hands and there's no explanation for it. When you picked it up, <clears throat> when you grabbed it, it's not hot, hot, but it's hot and I held on to it. Don also, once again, levitated off the floor. Um, an officer, Lieutenant, well not officer, Lieutenant John Rundell witnessed by saying, all of a sudden, he lifted up off the ground, and he flew across the room with the force as though a bus had hit him. There were three claw marks on the side of his neck, which drew blood. I have no answer for it whatsoever, and I just draw a blank even today. Officer Bill Davies would go on to say, I've been a cop 40 years, and I've never seen anything like this, never. There's always an explanation when something happens. If you got to investigate, you come up with something. This is why it happened. For this case, there's no explanation. These guys do not use proper English. Um, I can't say anything I don't either. So, so <clears throat> on the third night, Ron asked a preacher uh, to come to the house and try an exorcism. Um, every pres uh, Protestant minister and Catholic preach in Stroudsburg, Stroudsburg had turned Ron down. So finally he got some, uh, 
lady to come and do the exorcism. He said, as she started to pray, Donnie went into a convulsion. He started to shake. He pulled himself up into like a ball, and the longer she prayed, he started to relax then. Romani Van Wy, Ron's wife, said she felt a change in the house. Uh, this whole body, his whole body seemed to quiet completely down. And as you're standing there watching this, you could feel the house itself seem to take on a totally different feeling. Ron would uh, also go on to say, And by the time she got done praying, the water was gone. And that was the last we ever saw any water in the house at all. The rain was gone, but not for long. After his furlough, Don was sitting in his cell when the rain started again. Now, Don was placed in a maximum security cell with another inmate, and he thought to himself if he could make it rain in the cell. Then water started coming up from the concrete floor. According to Don, he now realized he can control the rain at will. A guard was essentially poking fun at him, told, challenged him to make it rain in Warden Dave Keenhold's office. The warden recalled, I was sitting at the desk writing a report. I was all by myself in the administration area. Nobody else was around. It was approximately 8 in the evening. At the time, I did not feel anything, but my shirt was <clears throat> drooping down. An officer entered and told Warden Keyhole to look at his shirt. And right about the center of my sternum, about four inches long, two inches wide, was just saturated. I was just saturated with water. I was startled. I was scared. The officer was frightened at the particular time, at that particular time. And I did and I just didn't have an explanation why it happened. So the warden called on a reverend named Reverend William Blackburn. All of a sudden, I received this frantic call from a sergeant in the jail, and he said, Can you come over? We need you. We need your help. So he brought this very meek and mild-mannered young man into the room, and he was asking for my help. So Don wound up telling the reverend that he could make it rain, and that crosses would burn him. The reverend told Don to admit that he was making things up because he just didn't believe Don's story. And then all of a sudden his demeanor changed and this smell came into the room. Nurses and doctors, medical people say when you walk into a room where someone is dying with a cancer or something, usually there's a smell. You can tell when you walk into the room. I smelled a smell like the like that multiplied five times at least. Evil, foreboding. He raised his hand and rubbed his fingers together, and all of a sudden it started to rain. It was like the devil's rain. It was a mist. I was in the presence of evil. I opened up the Bible and started to read to him, but the pages never got wet, so help me. It was a frightening thing. I think I was praying more for me than him. I prayed, and it was only a brief period, 
and the rain stopped. There was a change in dawn as well. He subsided and you could feel a peace. He said thank you. He got, he got tears in his eyes. We hugged and prayed together. He was possessed. There was no doubt in my mind. There's no way a human could do what he did in that room. There's no way that he did anything. But what he did was spiritual, and it wasn't of God. Guaranteed, it was not of God. Don said that he felt <clears throat> like the weird, bizarre occurrence wouldn't happen again. He said, well, it's over. It wasn't happening again, basically. I'm just hoping that it will ne it never will. And I just, you know, go day by day. And as for my grandfather, I think what happened was his doing. Because he abused me when I was young, he got the chance to abuse me again. So, now some paranormal uh, people, of course, got involved. A man named Chip, his name is Decker, but he's not related to Don. And Peter Jordan uh, took on the case to figure out what happened. And Chip was impressed with the eyewitness accounts. I think what makes this case very unique is that all of the witnesses are so credible. We're dealing with very good, well-sensed police officers that were obviously rather frightened and shaken by this, but also had the power of observation. And Peter Jordan noted that the Donald Decker case is by far the singular or singularly ugh, is the most fascinating and important case I have ever personally been involved in. That does not mean I believe it is necessary it necessarily is proof positive to me of demonic infestation, but it is the case in my own personal experience up to this point that comes the closest to that hypothesis. So, out of all the eyewitness plus Don himself, they were willing to go on record saying what they saw, heard, and felt <clears throat> that was apparently not of this world. And all of them continue to believe that Don was possessed by the devil. And there has not been any explanation for what happened. So. What do y'all think? What? What was he in jail for? That's my first question. Re he received stolen property. And was it common in the 80s to let people out of jail when somebody died? Uh, that seemed a little weird. <laughs> well, it it depends on state. They still do it today. Um it really, do, yeah. Uh, it depends on states and the warden and um, certain laws and the defense and the uh, offense that you committed. So, like, he was in for st receiving stolen property. So he was probably deemed not a flight risk. And he, like, if if he would have left, like, just took off they would have uh, caught him and extended his sentence probably by years um, mm -hmm. instead of just a year tops. Um, but, yeah, there's there's still places and states where, and it has to be an immediate family member, not like 
your aunt twice removed type deal. Okay. Unless she raised you, of course, but, you know. Gotcha. All right. Well, if I ever go to jail, I need y'all to kill a relative of mine so I can get out, and I'm not going back. I'll be a flight risk. <laughs> well, because that That's is fair. now on recording. <laughs> <laughs> My next question is, what a weird thing. Like, why would a demon possess you and give you, like, water-bending powers? Correct? Yeah, that, that is weird. That's, that's one thing that threw me off about the story. was like, why water-bending powers? I'm like, I would let the demon stay and be like, <laughs> learn to master that shit. Right? Yeah, right. Shane the waterbender. <laughs> <laughs> Almost an avatar. Almost. Almost. <laughs> now, a, a lot of people, there, there's been multiple theories about, like, of course, from skeptics and stuff, who say, like, maybe it was a busted pipe in the front of the house, and they're just saying something, um, you know, trying to make it seem like it, you know, it was supernatural but why did it happen at the pizzeria right yeah um, if it was one or the other i'd believe something like that yeah mm-hmm. and then the whole crucifix burning them yeah like, hmm. the three scratches across his neck so and you said the first thing he saw was a man in a crown yeah that that's what he said he saw a man in a crown, laughing in the window. I don't know what the crown means. All right. I'm sure there's some significance. Maybe this isn't a demon, and it was, I don't know, Poseidon? (laughs) (laughs) Just... (laughs) He's he's actually the son of Poseidon. Is that what it is? Like Jack uh, Percy Jackson over there? <laughs> just... <laughs> Definitely sounds like a possession type deal, possibly. Yeah, I I don't know. There's just way too many. The only thing that makes like I just I don't know. I got, I really want to believe it, but at the same time, it's hard to believe it. And then there's the coincidence, like the rain happening at the pizzeria, not just at the house. Um, and then at the jailhouse, mm-hmm. you know. So, but now people say that at the jailhouse, he probably just threw water on himself from like the toilet. Man. Didn't you say the priest was sitting there with him, though? Well, no, not that that first time. When he first realized that he could control the water. Mm. So. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be funny. He was just that crazy. He was, like, splashing in toilet water. <laughs> I got demon water powers, baby. <laughs> So I was trying to research over here and find out more about him. Uh, did you see that he went back to jail in 2012? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. 
for his fire bending powers that time. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Arson or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, a man maybe, of many talents, I see. Maybe he was trying to get the power back to be like, you know, Stocksboro, whatever it's called. Um, only firefighter. Like, you know, he can just, and maybe he thought he needed fire to do it. <laughs> fire already had to be there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Love to see that security footage. He lights everything on fire and is just standing there like... <laughs> Starts doing these crazy moves with his hands. <laughs> Just... I seen this on Avatar. It has to work. <laughs> oh man! And then he just throws his hand out. It shoots flames up, and then he's—it's on after that. <laughs> I was trying to look up the significance of a crown in a vision, but all it's saying is it's. Uh, just a vision. It's like a. Oh, f- oh, now that I've closed it, it was a <laughs> like wealth and power. It's just like a crown would mean at any other time. But I thought there might be some significance to that. Mm. I don't know, but it's not. Uh, maybe it plays a bigger role with the person laughing, like the old man laughing. Like maybe. I guess if his grandfather was considered the patriarch of the family, you know. Yeah. Mm. That would make sense where the crown comes from. Yeah. And his grandfather was an old man, essentially. So. I just want to know more about the arson case. I feel like that has something to do with this. Like, I feel if we knew why or... But every article I pull up, it just says, you know, he set fire to a restaurant and turned himself in. And then everything starts talking about the 80s, uh, where the Rain Man stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, this guy started a fire, but he was more interesting in the 80s. Like, come on. Why? (laughs) What if that restaurant, was it a pizzeria? I I can't even find that. I'm wondering if it's the, like, pizzeria from the 80s. It was, the city was Toby Hanna. Okay, that's a different city. And he set fire to it, and he turned himself in. Like, he wasn't even caught. But yeah, that would be interesting. If it was the same pizzeria, like, any information would be useful here. But it's literally every freaking one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he started a fire, and now we're going to tell the story of the Rain Man. Maybe it was a way of him bringing himself back into public eye. I mean, because I think they did the Unsolved Mysteries um, episode on him. That's where I got a lot of the stuff was from the Unsolved Mysteries webpage. But... uh, The arson was 20 years after Unsolved Mysteries. And Unsolved Mysteries was 10 years after the water stuff. Yeah. So, and it's not like he gains anything except prison time. I mean, maybe that, or you know, maybe he's had other run-ins with the law in a way, you know, or I don't know. Hmm. 
life can take a weird turn you fall back into a life of well i don't want to say crime like little misdemeanors is what he had you know receiving stolen property you know. i'm just gonna send y'all the picture of this really quick i'm not really sure who comes up with the names of these songs this is completely irrelevant by the way I just want y'all to see this as you can see that I'm looking up Don Decker look at the list of the songs (laughs) sorry about that didn't mean to interrupt (laughs) Would you send it in phone or? I don't have my phone on me. Uh, no, I'm a retard. Sorry. Oh. It helps if I actually send it to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to Brittany for some weird fucking reason. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> She's coming out like, what the hell is all this? <laughs> I'd have to get yeah, my phone. <laughs> but. <clears throat> Now, there is one explanation. People, well, some one website said, we finally solved it. They finally solved it. Um, they said it was a snow dam or something like That's that. That was leaking the water? Yeah, like, uh, let me see if I can't pull what a snow dam is. All right, so I'm looking at your picture now, Josh. Sorry. What, why did it associate those songs with Don Decker? I, I don't know. That's really weird. I'm not even going to say any of these out loud, but that's why hilarious. I sent it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if if you can see, like snow gets up there, you have uh, puddling water, uh, and it just becomes ice, and it just builds up, and it winds up falling into the roof and all that, like soaking itself in. So, but this was in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, in February. I mean, it snows there. So, well, well, yeah, but wouldn't they have already like built it in a way to not have that happen? Especially two buildings across the street from each other and the jail. I mean, well, the jail one's the one that gets me because it comes out of the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were saying in the house it was coming from the floor, from the walls, like everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It's a hell of a nice dam. Right? right? <laughs> Especially to have it come up from the floor. I mean. Yeah. Um, it defies the laws of nature. You know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's natural. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was just peeing all over the place? Just shaking hands. Oh, man. Had little tubes run all over his hands, so he just moves his hands around. It sprays everywhere. <laughs> That's gross. That's gross. I just pictured Tom Green doing that. That fits. It's him. Yeah. Like like with all the sausages. (laughs) Daddy, would you like some sausage? (laughs) I hated the Tom Green show as a kid. (laughs) But yeah, imagine that, but the pee tubes. (laughs) Daddy, would you like some pee? (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. It's It's Grandpa in this story. Grandpa. But, um, I don't know. Do do y'all think it's demonic, though? I mean, don't think it's demonic. 
that just doesn't that just doesn't fit that vibe for me i mean except the crucifix thing but i think there's probably other entities out there that would be harmed by religious artifacts you know i i you know we joked about poseidon but i bet even a you know a crucifix might hurt him yeah because different ideologies and i don't know well think about it like this let's just take example it right the movie it Mm -hmm. so it was not necessarily that the kids inhaler had powers it's he believed that it would damage the creature Mm -hmm. if he sprayed him with it and that's all that is in my opinion yeah you know i'm not saying every religious is just some wacky belief that you could damage creatures with whatever you have in your hand but (laughs) yeah it it that's this it's the same concept right like that that makes sense to y'all yeah yeah it's kind of like also in the mummies when uh benny uh, you know the mummy's coming up to benny and he's pulling out all like the oh the necklaces which one he's just like the prayer like until he gets to the star of david and then he's like oh you know yeah so i always think about like when he's like Telling him the guy that he's gonna be rich if he helps him, you know, <laughs> his rewards will be great or whatever. I always think about it. Yeah. I love that movie too. <laughs> it's a lot better than the remake. The remake was garbage. I didn't watch it. Oh, uh, God, dude, it had yeah. Tom Cruise in it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I could ever picture Tom Cruise being was in Tropic Thunder when he was the guy. <laughs> <laughs> The apple bottom jeans guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was. That was. <laughs> but back on topic. We we're straying off, guys. We're straying off. Okay. But yeah, not not demonic. What what else what other cryptid, what other spiritual entity has water? powers though that that's where i keep getting hung up i mean i'm not saying there isn't one but i mean i can't think of one right off the top of my head just water flat out water abilities i don't know the only spiritual thing that i can think of that we've talked about that had anything to do with water was like la llorona let's go back to the crown so i've referenced this guy on this podcast a lot but the Ice King from Adventure Time wore a crown, and the crown gave him the ability to control ice, right, and make ice. Now, not saying it's the crown from Adventure Time, but the actual story of the crown is it granted, you know, the wish of the person who wore it in the beginning, blah, blah, blah. I won't get into Adventure Time lore. But what if that's more so what it was? The guy in the crown was some sort of wish granter, I'm not saying a genie or a djinn, but, you know, maybe one of those. And he, the dude was in the bathroom, so he had water around him. He wanted, you know, revenge, if you will, on his grandfather, a lifetime of abuse. So he's dead. So he probably had some sort of relief, but not, he couldn't get vengeance. Anyway, a lot of emotions and maybe just somehow that translated to this wish granter to give him water powers which would have helped him as a child get his grandfather off of him. His grandfather's beating him, and he could, you know, make water come through the house. 
I'm I'm stretching, but I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, I've I, I've listened to somebody talk about like demon possession and stuff. It uh, was a YouTuber called Windy Goon, um, and um, he was talking about how he believes demon possession is is not how we think of it as um, like every story you hear of somebody doing an exorcist on somebody possessed by a demon, he's like, I think all of that's bullshit, right? Um, <clears throat> because a demon would want you to get everything that you wanted in life, not just terrorize you. So it kind of makes me wonder, like, this really isn't terrorizing him, but it is terrorizing other people. I also don't want to say it's demon because it's rain, which makes no sense. Do you think maybe he's a warlock? He just had a temporary case of magic? Maybe. I don't know. I'm throwing darts, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Definitely not demonic, at least not in the commonly accepted definition of demon. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the map of Strodes, Strodesburg. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. I mean, nothing of real significance. Not close to anything? No. Uh, the closest thing to it, you know, is going to be our Bennington Triangle up in uh, New York, but mm. it's not even on a ley line or anything. I found one thing about a water spirit named Zaishi, and it's supposed to be dealing with the how strong your inner will is. The uh, the words aren't coming to me, um, and I wonder. I mean, this could be one of those things. People channel different entities all the time. You know, with a little practice, I think anything's possible. You know. You could channel this this entity to to help you some kind of way, and that may be what it was able to do. And how old was the first to go round? How old was he? I mean, this this all happened when he was twenty one. Twenty one years old. So it, it all happened within, I would say, probably a week, week and a half, two tops. You know, there's no definitive timeline, except for the funeral and then when it started. And then a couple days later, so. And when, well, I'm, I'm, I, you know how it is with me in details. I always forget I'm not good at it. But mm. what what was the year, the years of this happening? 1983. It all happened within, like I said, within a two-week period. So. And this was, and when the 80s, was that after the satanic panic that we've always we always talk about i'm I'm gonna say it's probably like right in the middle of it because i think it was late 70s um mid to late 70s up until i'm gonna say the mid 90s maybe he was playing in the dark arts what did his grandpa die of um sclerosis of the liver i think 
Okay, and that's usually related to alcohol, right? I'm trying to think. So if he was playing in the dark arts, as you called it, Josh, uh, that just makes me think of Harry Potter. And like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe he did put something there to take out his grandpa. And then when he came out, that's why the thing was laughing, because it's the thing he sent there. But yeah. what's the connection? Uh, there, I feel like there would be some loose connection. Corrosis of the liver, water, crown. He just drank a lot of crown. Who knows? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's <laughs> one. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, because you're... I don't know how livers work. Do they need water to help, like, flush them out? I mean, that's mostly kidneys. So, um, like, I know common causes of cirrhosis of the liver include excessive drinking of alcohol, hepatitis B and C infections, and fatty liver that's caused by obesity and diabetes. And that is according to better health. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we can connect it. Well, you can live upwards to 15 years with it. Just so y'all know. Well, I got a few left then. Well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. This is this is a it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think hoax. I mean, I, I think there's credible witnesses. I don't think it was any of these normal explanations like ice dam or plumbing. But I don't think it was demonic. I This is, yeah. I don't... I, this is the first time it's like, I don't even have a stupid theory. Have we thought about <laughs> mermaid alien possession? I'm leaving. <laughs> I I don't know. I I think I'm kind of. I feel like something was following him around. Maybe it was the Invisible Man, just like spritzing water. He's got a he's got an invisible cup, just (laughs) (laughs) spritzing water. The power of Christ compels you. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He just gets underneath him, like in between his legs, and just. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what if? What if it's like an emotional? Like we talk about emo- the emotional aspect of it and all that. He said. Now, there's been issues with poltergeists where it's believed a lot of times um, poltergeists appear in homes with, especially teenage girls. Um, Going through, you know, what teenage girls go through. And, um... (laughs) We're all adults here. I know. Puberty. Yes, puberty. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) Anyways. Once they start menstruating, all that stuff, hormones. Um... Like, things would happen, like cabinets closing. Basic poltergeist happenings, right? Door slams. Things get thrown. Um, all of that. And it's believed that the emotion from the from the girl, um, because she's has so much more emotion built up in her, more hormones resonating, that that's 
projecting out into the environment around causing all the issues. Do you think it's somewhat similar? Maybe with his grandfather dying, maybe he wanted to kill his grandfather. Maybe, you know, all these other emotions pop up and that just happened to be what manifest was water. Yeah, I mean, it it, it could be It'd be a, a a look at me kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, because he went all those years without anybody knowing, I guess. Yeah. Or not caring. I don't remember exactly how the story went, but. Well, I think I think it was nobody really knew what actually happened, and he had to sit there and pretty much listen to like his mom and dad um, give this whole you know, eulogy and how great his grandfather was. What a nice man, you know, all yeah. that stuff. I just want someone to be honest at mine. This dude was a dipshit. Gotcha. So, <laughs> and, um, maybe that just sparked it. Um, well, if we're going for some sort of like symbolism or something, maybe because grandfather was 63 when he died. Right. Yeah. So maybe all the water wasn't it, it maybe was all the tears that he made people cry through his life. Mm-hmm. And it was some sort of punishment for him like you gave this kid the worst. So you're going to see him surrounded by all the tears you caused. Uh mm-hmm. maybe. maybe. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And that could be a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's, it's. What gets me about it is it's just so outlandish, right? Like the water story, all that stuff. But it's like uh, there's so many witnesses. It's multiple places with multiple witnesses, and I just don't see all of them getting together before or after or whatever, and. Just making this story happen. All right. Yeah, I think we're in agreement that it happened. It's just, why? Yeah. I mean, and that's what's throwing me off, because it's, if it was a hoax, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, you know. They tied up a garden, like a, what are those um, garden hose you use to water your garden that have multiple holes? Weeping hoses? whatever they're called, you know, hook that up in the attic and run it through the floorboards or something, you know, but, uh, yeah, it still doesn't defy the laws of gravity. <laughs> well, you know, turn on a wind turbine and let it go. Whoosh. <laughs> no, nobody hears the turbine, <laughs> right? It's, it's that special quiet brush, brushless motor. <laughs> It'll be very popular in four uh, no, years. No, no, they, they they got Bet's fear and was just shaking it under the floorboards, creating a magnetic field that was causing the rain ramps to go up to the floor. <laughs> well, that's what it was. No. Like he maybe found one of those, like a small, like ball bearing size size one, and for some reason he ate it, and that's why he was able to do all that. And that and it just passed, and that's why he was able to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then become a firebender <laughs> 20 years later, <laughs> 30 years later. <laughs> what do you do to get those powers? Nobody knows. 
Swallowed a stick of dynamite. I don't really know. Like Shane said, there's not much out there as far as him personally, except for, you know, he committed arson and then the story that I just told. So, yeah. Maybe he's sub zero. You know? <laughs> I mean, it does say that he felt a deep chill right before the water showed up. I mean, I. I don't know. And then later on, he was Scorpion when he tried to burn the house down. Like, <laughs> he just ripped his face off, skull and yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you're you're ridiculous with me, Josh, talking about the ice. <laughs> I was talking about the Ice King. You got Sub-Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would win between those two, you think? Sub-Zero or the Ice King? I don't know. I don't I don't know how many punches the Ice King could take. But a lot. We've seen yeah. him punched a lot through the years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a that might be a close battle. <laughs> Cuz would the freezing thing work against each other? Like I don't know. That's a good point. My my money's on Ice King though, because he can create I, I, living ice monsters. Oh, uh, yeah. See, Sub Zero can't do that. No. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> Just gather all the ice people, put them in battle. Next, we got Elsa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She'd just be singing, "Let it go, let it go." <laughs> <laughs> oh, she can make living ice monsters too, though. I was just yeah. fixing to say, yeah. you know, her and Ice King might be a close battle. Right. <laughs> he would just be flirting with her, though. He's like, hey, pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he lose his crown in the show at one point? Or, like, not at one point, but, like, completely? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought so. And he turns normal after that because his crown was what was his powers, right? Yeah. It actually yeah. did a pretty insane story arc right at the end for him. Yeah. Like he gets his girlfriend back from the past. And it, it, anyway, that was wild. That's crazy. I'm about to go back and watch it. I, I haven't watched it in so long. It's pretty good. They just did a little mini series of Fiona and Kate that. It actually goes around the Ice King's life as a normal person after, you know. Oh, it's wow. like 20 years after the series. I'm going to watch that too. That's, Dang. It's got Finn in it. He's all like grown up and buff with a big beard. and <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> I don't know why, because he was so adventurous. He should <laughs> definitely be buff with a big beard. <laughs> <laughs> is Jake still alive in the cartoon oh man yeah. it's because they don't say huh What's I, was that? Gonna, I was gonna say that's because he went back to Futurama <laughs> no they actually they teased that he was dead when the series ended too because they jumped into the future a little bit so they had always planned on him being dead for some reason hmm. that's wild Anyway, enough Adventure Time talk. Yeah, right. 
Mm. Well, I don't know. I think I have my theories. Yeah, I want to go ahead and do final thoughts. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it, so. I mean. Yeah, that works. Uh, my my thoughts are probably less robust than yours, Josh, so I'll go ahead. Uh, <laughs> he just wanted to go first, but he was being <laughs> nice about it. <laughs> no, I'm being for real. I mean, all right, fine. You can go first, Josh. Right? <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> Because as soon as you're done, I'm going to be like, yeah, well, I don't like Shane. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. No, Josh no. always wants you to go first. That way he can just be like, oh, yeah, I totally agree with Shane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. nothing, nothing crazy. I mean, I do. I've already said it. I believe it happened. Uh, don't think it was a hoax on any level. I do not think it was demonic. The I think the reason I can't at least for my head, pinpoint what caused it is maybe it's just numerous things that all align. There was some sort of spiritual occurrence after the grandfather died. Maybe there there is something, some dark connection for Don Decker, which would explain why he burned down a place later. So he has at least been in a dark place mentally. And maybe just the combination of those two things created something we've never seen you know that just like in a lab you know you grab two random chemicals and mix them together you never know what's going to happen uh, until you actually do it so maybe that's all it was with two sources of energy not demonic but probably dark and just resulted in this weird weird happening uh, I don't think it was really tied directly to an entity uh, at all but I think they saw it happen. Maybe there was like a thin veil and that's what the laughing crown man, cause he knew maybe he was on another dimension and he's like, Oh, I see this, this mixture. You're about to <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Stupid explanation. But I mean, that's, that's the best I got on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and a lot of what you said, yeah, I do. I am with you on it, but I, I don't. I think I'm more on the realm of something was following him around, whether it was demonic or it was some spiritual being that he conjured up out of nowhere. Um, and or, you know, it, it could very well have been, like we talked about the the extreme emotions there that caused it. But I believe it's one of those two things. Um, I don't think I think the arson thing was completely unrelated. I don't think that that was together. I th- I don't think he was trying to be a firebender as much <laughs> as we talked about it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my thoughts. So some creature was following him around, be it spirit or demon. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with with both of y'all. Like, I'm, it's just. I'm so at a loss with this one because I've tried to rationalize certain things like, okay, maybe they're lying about the pipes and stuff like that. But if, if the pipes did bust in front of the house and they were lying about it, why would they lie about it? And then they go across the street to a pizzeria where it happens again to then going to 
the jailhouse where it happens again. Mm-hmm. You know, and <clears throat> again, I don't think it's demonic. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's made up or elaborate hoax because everybody involved and interviewed and all that. It's just, it's just too many and too reputable of people, you know? Um, and I don't know guys. <laughs> like I, like I said, I just don't want to say it's demonic because it doesn't scream demonic possession on the traditional sense of what we believe demonic possession to be. Um, it doesn't seem like, I, I don't know. It could be emotion. I don't know. I'm, I'm at a loss too, guys. It's a weird one. So, but yeah, well, everybody, uh, that was a very interesting tale that stumped all three of us. Really? <laughs> Um, if y'all have any comment on what y'all think it is, leave it down in the comments on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And, uh, you know, while you're down there telling us what you think it is, hit that like button, subscribe to us, follow us, all that. Go check out our YouTube channel where you can watch us investigate some crazy places. We just did the, uh, Limp Mansion and that's, uh, very exciting. Y'all ought to check that out. There's some crazy spooks there. On top of, check out our social media, Facebook and Twitter and um, still got the TikTok. And um, yeah, check out our Etsy store, buy some cool merch. It'll help us do what we need to, you know, do to bring you awesome stuff. I don't know. I'm sucking at this. Um if you want to see some of the, like the ice dam and stuff like that, uh, check out our Patreon, sign up, and you can watch our beautiful faces while we talk about stuff. So, and as always, tell us what you think. Mm-hmm.